Hello, I'm Ken Siong, Technical Director of the International Ethics Standards Board for Accountants. And I'm here with Stavros Tomadakis, Chair of the Board. We're joined by two board members serving as Task Force Chairs. First, Gary Hannaford, and secondly, Helen Aguilé. We are here to discuss some of the highlights from the Ethics Board's meeting held in Madrid, Spain, March 14th through 16th, 2016. Stavros, this was the first full meeting of the board in 2016. What were some of the highlights and key developments? The first meeting of the board for 2016 was a successful and productive one in several ways. It was quite successful because we made considerable progress in all the areas that were on our agenda. My colleagues will tell more about that. But it was also a success because this was the first meeting in which we welcomed seven new members of the uh, International Ethics Standards Board. And I'm delighted to say that all new members uh, moved very decisively to become parts of the spirit and the process of the ESPA. And I think this uh, is an excellent sign for the future. In terms of projects, I would like to mention uh, that the major achievement of this board meeting was the closing off of our standard on NOCLAR. Now this is, uh, of course, a standard which is of great importance to the audit profession and of great significance for the reputation of the audit profession. It is a standard that this board has been working on for a long time, uh, six years, uh, uh, and it is a standard also which has literally been placed under the microscope of many stakeholders around the globe. So I'm very pleased that we have come to a conclusion which seems to have gained consensus on um, from many sides on a standard that is valuable, robust, and will be very, promises to be very effective. Uh, I would like to say that for all practical purposes, this is closed off. The process that remains is that our board is expecting uh, some conforming amendments that will come from the IWSB so that the code and the ESAs are aligned, uh, there are no gaps, and once that is done, the board will then make a final um, decision to close the standard and to submit it to the PIOB in uh, April. This is indeed very happy for the ESPA board, and I am personally very pleased, and I'm thankful to our members and our stakeholders for having now uh, very solid support, put, having put the very solid support behind us on this. Thank you, Stavros. Um, and uh, let me now turn to Gary Hannaford, who chairs uh, our Safeguards Task Force. Gary, what were, was your take on uh, the board discussion earlier this week? Thank you, Ken. Uh, perhaps maybe I should begin with just setting a bit of the context for the Safeguards project. And uh, this project was was initiated and approved as a project proposal at the board meeting in January 2015. 
and it's intended to address the clarity, appropriateness, and effectiveness of safeguards in the extant code. Uh, phase one of the project uh, included revisions to the safeguards in section 100 and 200 of the extant code, and the uh, board approved an exposure draft which was released in December of 2015, and we are expecting responses with a response date of March 21st, which is just next week. We're looking forward to receiving those responses to determine uh, what changes, if any, might be needed to those proposals. But the, the board is now focusing its attention on phase two of the project, uh, which will deal with safeguards that pertain to non-assurance services that are included in the extant code section 290 and other conforming changes to the extant code that are deemed necessary, including conforming changes to the conceptual framework approach to independence. At this meeting, we began by providing, as Stavos mentioned, the, the new board members, the seven new board members, a bit of context to help them before we got into discussing phase two. We did a bit of a recap on what was included in phase one and what was included in ex the, the first exposure draft. And, and I think that provides some helpful background to those individuals. But at this particular meeting, we began to, to look at proposed uh, changes to the, the code with respect to um, certain sections in section 400 of the exposure draft, which deals with the conceptual framework for uh, uh, independence, and in particular, how we should be making sure that there are conforming changes that address uh, section 120 of the new code uh, that deals with the conceptual framework for the fundamental principles. We provided those proposed changes to the board and got some very helpful feedback, which, which we will be taking into account as we continue to finalize proposals that we would intend to bring forward to the board meeting in June. In addition to that, it gave us an opportunity to discuss a number of the issues that we have identified to date dealing specifically with uh, safeguards as they apply to non-assurance services which would be included in section 600 of the restructured code and uh, we outlined a, a process and and the approach that we plan to take on that and we got so, again some very good advice and helpful feedback from the board so at this point our intention would be to be coming forward to the board meeting in june with the pro proposals for section 400 and section 600. In addition to that, we'll we be looking at other conforming changes that may be necessary to other elements of the code that were conforming changes may be necessary. Thank you, Gary, for this update. Let me now turn to Helene Aguilli. Um, Helene is uh, the new chair of the Part C project. That is a, an important project uh, on the board's agenda because it addresses a very large constituency within the accounting profession, namely a professional accountants in business. Helene, uh, what were the highlights of the party discussion at the board this week? During the party session, we um, had a first read of the task force's proposals regarding a restructured party according to the new format, format. And I would say that the board was overall supportive of the task force's suggestions. I think that what the task force will be bringing back uh, and look um, further upon until the next meeting is actually to take a step back and uh, have a fresh look at whether 
the restructured provisions um, reflects the intentions and the context, context of the provisions in the extant code. Um, during this section, it was also actually the first time that we um, started a discussion about the applicability of Part C to public accountants in public practice. And this is actually a discussion that primarily derives from uh, what's in the extant paragraph 100.3 that says that Part C may be applicable to public accountants in public practice. And that uh, this sentence put in relation to the fact that Part B and Part C focuses on different categories of public accountants and also on different ethical situations within different contexts. Um, part B focuses on client relationships and Part C on internal and external relationships. This is actually what makes it a little bit complex to understand how to, to what this um, applicability really means and, and what it would uh, actually, which part it would be applicable to. Um, we think that there is a need of clarification because of this and that there are areas in Part C or circumstances dealt with in Part C that should be applicable to public accountants in public practice. And that is also why we had three options on uh, how to move forward that we presented to the board. Uh, one was to duplicate the relevant provisions in Part C into Part B. And another one was to amend the definition of a public accountant in business. And the third one was to take a more holistic approach to the code. Uh, it was the third option that the task force is, was proposing and also the one that got an overall um, support from the board. And that actually includes that the PA, uh, the public accountant in public practice would have to consider the context in which the ethical issue has arise, arisen and from that on, or from that aspect, um, going to the guidance in uh, whatever part of the code you, you can find the relevant guidance. So, um, to sum it up, I, I think it's, we had very good, uh, and, uh, good support from the board for our suggestions. Very good, uh, Helene, and thank you uh, uh, again. And thank you, Stavros and Gary. Uh, the next meeting of the Ethics Board will be held June 27th through 29th uh, in New York, uh, United States. Ethics Board meetings are open to the public, and we encourage those interested to observe our meetings. To register as an observer, go to the meetings page of the Ethics Board's website at www.ethicsboard.org. There you can find more information about the board and the projects discussed. The Ethics Board records a podcast summary following each meeting. You can subscribe to our podcast channel in iTunes by searching IFAC Accountancy Podcast in the Apple iTunes Store. You can also follow us on Twitter at ethics underscore board. Thank you for listening.